Good morning and welcome along to Riverside Radio. You are listening to the Saturday Splash with me, Rosie. And today, oh, I love it when we do a Saturday Splash and we're actually splashing in the ocean. Today, we've got an ocean topic, but I'm not going to tell you what it is because I want to introduce my guests first of all because my guests actually chose the topic today. So let's start off with guest number one. Hello. 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 Welcome back to Riverside. What's your name? My name is Ellie. Hi, Ellie. And remind everyone how old you are. I'm nine years old. You're nine years old, but soon to be a little bit older. Yeah, I'm soon ten in December. It's your birthday coming up. Now, Ellie, you've chosen today's subject. What are we going to be talking about today? We will be talking about dolphins. Dolphins. Why did you choose dolphins? Well, firstly, dolphins are my favourite animal. They're really cute and they love swimming like me. Do you like swimming? Yeah. Oh, me too. Oh, cool. And have you ever seen a dolphin before? No, but I want to. I'd like to go swimming with them one day. Oh, nice. Now, we've got somebody else in the studio with us today. Because, Ellie, you've been here before. You've helped us go into space and explore the ocean before. But you've brought a friend in with you today. So let's get to know your friend. Hello, what's your name? Um, I'm Mia. Hi, Mia. How old are you? I am 13. 13. Excellent. And do you like dolphins? Yeah, I do. Okay, good. Few. I love animals. You do? (laughs) Do you have a favourite animal? Um... I don't really know, to be honest. Probably a dog, because I've got a dog. Oh, you know. what's your dog's name? Peggy. Peggy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hi, Peggy, if you're listening. We love talking about people's <laughs> dogs here on Riverside Radio. Um, and we've got a guest who's going to be helping us learn, not necessarily about dogs today, but about <laughs> dolphins today. Um, and I know that our guest has also got a dog that he loves, so we'll talk about that as well. So we've got Peggy the dog listening at home, but let's get back to dolphins. Um, so I'm going to say hello to our expert in the studio today. Hello. Morning, Rosie. How are you? Hi, I'm good. What's your name? My name is Dave. Your name is Dave. Now, I'll tell you what, I know Dave quite well, so I would like help in interviewing Dave. Ellie and Mia, would you help me interview Dave? Yeah. Yep. Excellent. All right. Well, Ellie, take it away. Have you got any questions? So, how did you become a dolphin and mammal expert? Also, good morning, Ellie. Uh, I actually have started with the love of the ocean from quite a young age. My dad used to take me uh, down to the beach most weekends and we'd spend a lot of time there. I love the the sounds and the smells that the the beach offers and the ocean offers. Uh, And so I started to do a little bit more studying as I got older and then went on to do marine biology at university and then worked on the Great Barrier Reef for a few years before I came over here to uh, the UK. And you've been studying mammals and dolphins and other animals? Yes, so I've uh, working at the at a museum at the moment I work within the mammal department um, and that kind of brings with ties it all in at the moment amazing okay um have you ever seen a real-life dolphin before yes so after I was working on the Great Barrier Reef I actually uh, rehabilitated and rescued dolphins um, for a few years uh, so we'd get call outs all along, along the coast if uh, a dolphin had stranded or if they could caught in the nets and so we'd go down and try and rescue them and if they were quite sick we'd take them back to a facility and rehabilitate them and try and get them swimming again getting them breathing and feeding them to get them up to a nice body weight so they had the strength to keep swimming and then we'd release them and off they off they went oh, amazing oh that, that, that sounds really really cool I know that there are blue dolphins and pink dolphins, but are there any other colours? 
So most of them are more of a greyish, bluish um, and white sort of mix of colours. Yeah. Uh, it's really helpful for them a thing called counter shading, which a lot of uh, marine animals have, where you'll have dark on the top and light on the bottom and that allows them to help camouflage throughout the ocean because if you're a shark chasing a dolphin and looking up if you saw the dolphin's belly if it was the same color as uh, if it was quite dark it stand out really uh, a lot in the, looking up towards the sun but if it was a light color it actually blends in so allows them to move around and uh, go unnoticed. So we've got white bellies and dark backs that actually helps them to camouflage, camouflage on the water. Yeah. And what did you say that camouflage was called? Countershading. Countershading. I think we see it in penguins as well, don't mm -hmm. we? White bellies and dark backs. See it in sharks, some fish. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people will be surprised to hear that there are pink dolphins. Ellie knew that there was pink dolphins, but that's news to me. Yeah, so there are a couple of species that do have more of a pinkish uh, tinge. The Ganges River dolphin and also the Irrawaddy uh, dolphin and the Amazon, I think, uh, river dolphin as well. Both have those. Amazing. Excellent. Um, so why do dolphins like to swim beside boats? So, have you ever been running full, uh, running on a track and someone is running in front of you? Mm -hmm. Yep. And you notice that it's easier to run through because they're actually breaking the air in front and they're pushing through that air and there is a gap behind it which allows you to not have to run through that energy. So it's similar in the ocean. So when a boat is pushing through there, that allows the dolphins to come up nice and close by the side and actually uh, go on a faster wave and it also creates these bow waves that dolphins love playing and swimming on as well. Uh, you see it in Olympic swimming pools where you'll notice people and competitors they try and get nice and close to the lane to get in the slipstream they call it. Slipstream is that something you see in like car racing as well? Yep, car slipstream. racing as well yep. So essentially dolphins are getting in the slipstream of boats. Yep. They look like they have a lot of fun I've seen videos of dolphins doing that. They also do love to play on the waves and because it's creating a constant wave as they move forward, they love to swim and jump off and go through them. Well, fantastic questions from our interviewers. Well done, Ellie and Mia. Well, um, we've got a bit of a game that we'd like you to play along. It's something called Dolphin True or Poo. Essentially, Dolphin True or False. And would you guys like to have a go at our game? Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Um, and everyone else, of course, can listen along too. But I think, first of all, let's hear some music. Welcome back to the Riverside Radio. You are listening to the Saturday Splash. Excellent. Thank you, Ellie, for introducing us there. So you're listening along with me, Rosie. We've got Ellie. And Mia. And Dave. We've got loads of people in the studio today, and we are talking about dolphins. We are Saturday splashing into the ocean yet again. And we're going to be playing a game. So Ellie and Mia, were you up for a game? Yeah, yeah. definitely. This dog. This dolphin? This game is called Dolphin True or Poo. So essentially true or false. And of course, we've got Dolphin Dave, as I'm going to call you from now on. He's going to be helping us with the answers. So question number one. And of course, everyone listening along at home, you can play along as well. Question number one. True or poo? Dolphins breathe air. True or poo? What do you think? Let's go Ellie first. Um, it, I think it might be true because I know that lots of fish have to sometimes go to the surface to breathe air. Um, so I think dolphins do as well. So you're thinking true? Yeah. Yeah, I agree with Ellie because I've seen videos of like dolphins like jumping out of the um, ocean to yeah. come and get some air. So yeah, I do think it's true. Okay, so they're both going true. Dave? True. 
true. So well done. Yeah, I think we started you off on a nice, easy one there. Yeah. Dolphins are breathing air, then, when yeah. they come to the surface. So they're mammals like us, so they need to come to the surface multiple times a minute to be able to take a breath. And then they take a really bre a deep breath in. They've got really large lungs, and then they d uh, dive back down. But when they're foraging, they normally can stay under for a, a minute or two, where they'll swim around and then come and take a breath and then go back down. But on average, it's a few times a minute. Can, can anyone think of any other mammals that swim in the ocean that have to come up and take air and then hold their breath and then go down deep for any time? Anything else? I think whales do. Yeah, whales mm -hmm. do? They do. What about seals? Certainly do. Sea lions? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else? I feel like there was probably... What about turtles, Dave? Yes. But they're not mammals? No, they're reptiles, but they do come up to the surface to take a breath. But they can hold their breath for about eight or nine minutes, depending wow. what wow. they're doing. They can go down and when they're sleeping, they can actually do it for hours at a time. Oh uh, well, not hours, but about 30 minutes, they'll kind of reduce the need to breathe. Um, so we've got a reflex action where um, CO2 builds up in our bloodstream and we get this urge or reflex to want to breathe and they can actually suppress that and so they kind of sleep on the bottom for a while. So dolphins and whales and mammals need to breathe air, but they can hold their breath for quite a long time as yeah. they yeah. have a swim down. Excellent, okay, well done. One point each for the girls. Next one, true or poo, baby dolphins have a mustache. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> I like wow. this one. I'm really intrigued to know the answer to this. So, true or poo, baby dolphins have a moustache. <laughs> um, this is very interesting. I think um, I don't know of any mammals or animals that have a moustache, but it seems quite weird. I think it's going to be poo. I don't think... <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. I think different because I think it's a random question to put on and like why would you just randomly think of that <laughs> so do you know what I think true okay we got one true one poo it, Dave? Is, it is true I'm sorry <laughs> so as we spoke last time when we well. were doing our mammal show uh, one of the traits of being a mammal is actually having hair and so when uh, dolphins are born for the first few days they have a little mustache on oh their rostrum gosh. which is kind of where they're where their mouth and their teeth are. And it's just on either side. There's a few little, about five oh. or six hairs on each side, and they fall out pretty quickly. Is it very visible, the yes. hairs? Yep. Oh. Oh. Wow, I didn't That's expect cute. that. <laughs> Scientists believe they use it to help navigate at the very early, but also to help tickle the mother to say, I'm, I'm hungry, just yeah. in those first few days. That's nice. That is good. Oh, I like that one. Are they quite thick hairs, like a warrior? They're, they're noticeable, but uh, if you were standing at about 10 or 15 metres away, you probably wouldn't notice it. But if you're close up, you will. Oh, I love the wow. idea of kind of like dolphin moustache grooming as well. <laughs> you know, like so little handlebar, little curled up at the end. Probably not quite. If you, if you have a look closely at photos that the people have taken of dolphins, you'll see the holes of where the hairs were. So they keep those for life. So you actually see I've that. seen them. Yep. Yeah, I've actually seen them. So that's them. where they wow. have their little moustache. Oh, well done. <laughs> so cute. Leah, <laughs> you did a good job there of like, that's too random to be. <laughs> you can't just make that up. Well, brace yourself. <laughs> the next question. True or poo? Dolphins have nostrils under their chin. True or poo? Um, well, I've never thought that, like, mammals or fish have kind of noses, so I would probably expect that dolphins would have nostrils under their chins as a kind of nose, so I'm going to say true. Ellie's going true? I honestly don't know. I think I'm going to go poo because... I mean, it's a bit random to have it under your chin. <laughs> under your chin? Actually, well, you'd have it on top. Interesting. Oh, I don't know. 
Well, I'll tell you what, we'll let everyone have a little think about that one and let's hear some more music. Welcome back to Saturday Splash. You are listening to Riverside Radio with me, Mia. And Ellie. Dave. And Rosie. Wow, my guests today. What fantastic hosts they're being. Do you know what? I think I'm out of a job. I just um, go and have a nap. Leave it up to me and Ellie. I think you got it covered. Right, so we are talking about dolphins today and playing dolphin true or poo. Before we crack on with that game, in the break there, we were a little bit surprised and wanted to find out more about the fact that baby dolphins have moustaches. And Dave has pulled up a picture. Um, Ellie, could you describe that picture for everyone? So on the dolphin's face, um, it's like... Um, hairs above the mouth so there it looks like about six or seven and from this picture it kind of looks like a bit stitches um, but there's as I said six or seven hairs sticking out just like above the mouth or where a nose would be on a human That's a really good description, thanks so much. Yeah, it's a really bizarre picture. If people are interested, go and have a search for, um, yeah, dolphin baby moustache. Is that what you got there, Dave? Is that what we searched for? Uh, Baby moustache for dolphins, yeah. Baby moustache for dolphins. (laughs) There you go. Who knew? Right, back to our game. So we had everyone on a cliff hedge there with the true or poo question. Dolphins have nostrils under their chin. What did we go for, Ellie and Mia? Well, I said um, true because um, I don't think fish have, like, noses or mammals, so it's probably likely that they have nostrils under their chin. Um, I said poo because I don't really know, to be honest. I just don't really think it's true. OK, so we've got one, one again, one piece again. Dave, what's the answer? Well, what do you think, Rosie? <sighs> <laughs> I feel like this might be a bit of a trick question and maybe they don't have nostrils at all. So it is poo, but it's more their blowhole that is classed as their nostrils. So they're actually uh, taking air from the top, so it's actually situated up sense. there. So it's yeah. kind of an evolutionary thing for them to best to have it on the top of their, their head. So as they come up, they take a deep breath and they've got a really strong muscle that holds that little valve closed. So when they do do deep diving down, no water actually gets into their lungs. Much like we wouldn't want that to happen either. So I guess if we think of a dolphin's head, we've got kind of like a pointy nose, haven't we? So there's no nostrils at the end of that nose. No. They're not under the chin. No. They're on top of the head. That's correct. So if it was like an equivalent to a human, I guess like right on the top of the head, that's where they would be. Be helpful for us if we were swimming, if we had it on the top of our head. Yeah, I guess you wouldn't need to bring your whole face out of the water to breathe. And again, you said not they're not nostrils, they're... So it's the blowhole that's there. So the blowhole is essentially their nostril. Yeah. That's really cool. Okay, well done, you two. Good thinking so far. Another true or poo question for you. Dolphins are only found in oceans. True or poo? This is a really tricky one. I mean, I guess apart from oceans, there are seas and rivers. Um, I think it's probably um, true that... Dolphins are only found in oceans because uh, o- oceans are like really deep, and dolphins, I think they like must have loads of space to swim. Same with seas, but maybe oceans are just a bit bigger. Okay, interesting. I, I was kind of like interested in what you said there about rivers, though. I think rivers are usually 
like next to maybe a town or a city, so it might probably not a river. Okay. Yeah. I don't really know to be honest. I think I have a feeling it could be true. Um because no. It's not true. <laughs> it's poo. Because I think that they can be found in seas as well. And maybe rivers, maybe big rivers. Thank you, Dave. Well, you've definitely confused us here today, Dave. <laughs> Dolphins are only found in oceans, true or poo? It is poo. It's poo. But we did talk about it earlier. What what other colours were we talking about of dolphins? Um, there was uh, pink and... And where did we say the pink? some of the pink ones were found? Um, they're found in rivers. Yeah. yeah. So there are freshwater oh, yeah. species that can't live out in the oceans. They can only wow. live in those rivers. Yeah. That's really interesting, that. Yeah. Ellie, you knew it all along. <laughs> you knew it. I wasn't thinking. <laughs> <laughs> so there are dolphins that swim up rivers. Well, I guess they don't even need to swim up the rivers. They're already in the rivers. They only live in rivers. They never go out to sea. That's right. So there are some species that are actually blind that live in those rivers and they just have to use their senses to be able to find around but not actually their sight. So it's normally quite murky and muddy waters so you wouldn't be able to see very well but they use things like echolocation. Oh. They beam sounds around and that bounces back off their prey or their environment and comes back and sends them messages. Wow. That is some good information. Okay, I've got another question for you. I'm just going to ask the question. We're not going to do any answers because we've got to go um, to a break. True or poo, dolphins can be found in the River Thames. We know that they live in rivers now, but can they be found in the River Thames? We'll find out after this. Welcome back to Riverside Radio. You're listening to me, Rosie, here on the Saturday Splash. I'm still joined by my fantastic guests. Ellie. And Mia. And Dave. And Dave. Excellent. And we've also got um, a new producer that's just joined us in the studio. We've got Amelia. Hello. How are you, Amelia? Yeah, I'm all right. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. Are you happy to look after all of the production side of things for the next little bit? Yeah, sure. Lovely. Thank you very much. Okay, cool. So we were just in the middle of our dolphin true or poo. And the question I just asked you before the break... True or poo, dolphins can be found in the River Thames. So let's go over to Ellie and Mia. What do you think? Um, I think it is poo because um, it. I, I know that the River Thames is quite dirty um, yeah. and it's... Yeah, it's, it's quite dirty and I don't think dolphins would probably like swimming around in that kind of environment. So I think it's poo. OK, Ellie's going for poo. I agree with Ellie. I think that they probably swim more in like Amazon rivers and stuff like that instead of swimming in like quite cold rivers if you know what I mean. But um, yeah, no, I think poo as well. Okay, they're both going for poo, Dave. It's true. It's true! Yeah, you do, you can find, they don't specifically live there, uh, but you do find them going in and out. So it's what we call brackish waters, where it goes from salt to fresh as the water's being brought in with the tides. Uh, But yeah, you can find them. They have found a few unfortunate whales, uh, like the Thames whale, I think was in the early 2000s, I think. Yeah. Before my time here. Uh, But um, I think they found a lot of fishing net, unfortunately, stuck in its its belly, yeah. So you can find dolphins in the River Thames every now and then, Mm -hmm. but it's not normally where they're found. It's not a common occurrence, I wouldn't say that. Um, Back where I'm from in the Brisbane River, I occasionally would see dolphins swimming through there. It's quite dirty as well. It's very muddy and silty. Oh, 
interesting. Okay, well, there you go. We're learning a lot about dolphins today. We've got two more questions for you. And I've got to say, with Ellie and me, I love your reasonings for the answers as well. You're not just giving it a guess. You're really thinking them through. So our next one is dolphins sleep with one half of their brain awake at a time. True or poo? Oh, my gosh. One <laughs> half of the brain awake. Um, I think this is poo because I don't really see how this is possible. Yeah. And when a dolphin sleeps, um, I think like the whole brain has to be alert. So I think it's, I think it's poo. So you're thinking it's poo because their brain needs to be alert even when they're asleep. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I think it's true. Okay. Um, I think it's true because I feel like although. Um, although they're sleeping, as Ellie said, their brain does need to be like alert and stuff, but half of it could be like sleeping, and then half of it could be like alert for like prey and all this and that. I also so. think it's poo because I can't see how an animal could sleep and be awake at the same time. Those two ideas just don't seem right to me. So, yeah. Dave, it's true, it's true. It is. Oh my god. So. <laughs> You were talking about me before. Why Why do you think it'd be really helpful to have sleep on one side of your brain but still focusing on what's going on around you? Because you still need to focus on what's going on around you because you might get, like, attacked by other animals. Yeah, it's to help avoid predation. So they normally do it for about half an hour at a time. So it'll switch from the left to the right and the one will be awake, one will be sleeping, technically, as you would say. Wow. OK, all right. Well... I, I dread to think what you guys are going to make of this last question. We know that dolphins don't necessarily have nostrils. We might call them blowholes. So the final question, dolphins have two blowholes. True or poo? Well, I'm not, I'm not completely sure, but I'm going to say it's uh, poo because I, I'm not completely sure about this, but I think that whales have um, one blowhole mm. and... A whale is a mammal as well, um, as well as dolphins. And I think, I'm not sure, if they had one blowhole, I'm not sure what a second one would be used for. Interesting. Mia? Yeah, I agree. I think that we were talking about blowholes before, and I just think that, like, because we were saying that they don't have nostrils, so if they had two blowholes, it'd be like nostrils. Do you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go um, true, because I'm thinking mammals have got two nostrils so mm. i'm going along the lines that dolphins might have two blowholes so i'm going to go mm. true i'm going to play devil's advocate there it is poo <laughs> but, but there are some whales that have two so dolphins and whales are broken up into two groups we have the ones that have baleen which is the big bristles that hang down uh, like you see in the blue whale or the humpbacks so that's inside their mouths. That's inside their mouths, yep, um, in, uh, in place of teeth. And then you've got your toothed whales or toothed whales and dolphins and porpoises, which have those conical-shaped teeth. So things like your sperm whale has teeth like that, but then we've got all our dolphins and the orcas as well have those. So they've, uh, a lot of the smaller ones have one, and then big baleen whales will have two, but and not all. So There's we... exceptions to the rule, like everything, unfortunately. So you said something really interesting there. If we took dolphins and whales, so they're in one big group together, we could split them 
you'd have ones with baleen yes. in one side and then ones with teeth like actual teeth on the other side yep. and the dolphins are in the toothed group the teeth group yep they call them odontocetes oh nice word can everyone say that odontocetes odontocetes <laughs> <laughs> so dolphins are whales all dolphins are whales but not all whales are dolphins well, that is a good, confusing Ooh. line. It <laughs> certainly is. Uh, there are things, unfortunately, people would name them because they thought they looked like what they thought was a whale or a dolphin. So you have things like the melon-headed whale, who's actually a dolphin. Oh. So it doesn't help. It's just been from hundreds of years of yeah. confusion. That's very confusing. It's, it's a whole other yeah. episode, I think, of trying it's, to it's dissect that. It's a whole other episode, but there's a question I think is really relevant I want to ask here. What about killer whales? Oh. I've heard that killer whales are not whales and they're actually dolphins. Technically, yes. Okay, wow. Well, that is confusing. That is confusing. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll go and wrap our heads around this and we'll be back. Welcome back to Saturday Splash on Riverside Radio with Ellie, Mia, Dave and Rosie and guest producer, Amelia. Okay, we've got very full studio. We've also got Mum Sarah here as well. We can't forget Mum Sarah has brought the girls into the studio. We've been having a good, good show. I've been enjoying today. I've learnt a lot about dolphins. Um, so we've learnt that baby dolphins have moustaches. We've learnt that baby dolphins... Oh, no. Dolphins in general can be found in rivers, including the River Thames. And that baby dolphin... I don't know why I'm obsessed with baby dolphins. That dolphins in general have blowholes instead of nostrils and they're on top of their heads so well done to the girls you've been playing very very good game along today but i think it's time for you to get your own back on dave he's been asking us some terribly hard questions do we have any more questions for dave yeah so um what is the biggest whale so the biggest whale and it's one of the biggest animals to ever live is the blue whale um now the blue whale i think the biggest ever recorded is just shy of 30 meters and weighing just under 200 tonnes, which is the equivalent of about 33 elephants. Oh my now, yeah. if you have a look at your wrists, you can see that you've got veins. So their veins and arteries are so big, you can actually swim through them. That's how oh big they are. Oh my God. And their heart is about the size of a Volkswagen Beetle, you know, the little, yeah. Oh. So very, very big animals. Oh, that is massive. Wow. <laughs> That's a good question. What else have we got for Dave? Um, is swimming with dolphins cruel? Uh, you should always take lots of caution when you're swimming with any wild animals um, because they can be unpredictable. Uh, the best thing to do if you are in an environment and you find yourself with a dolphin around you is best not to directly swim at it. If it is interested in you, it'll come and check you out. And We don't want to go into their personal space to make them uncomfortable, but also anything that will uh, affect their natural behaviour. So it's important to keep our distance. Uh, but most of the time, they're quite inquisitive, so they probably will come up and swim yeah. and look at you and, and move around. But they are big and powerful animals, so we do have to take care. That's a really good question to ask, though, Ellie and Mia. Like, is swimming with dolphins cruel? It's really important to think about the way that we interact with nature and if we're having a good impact on it or if there's things that we could do that's more responsible. So I'm really impressed that you both came up with that question today. So nice one. Is there anything else we want to find out? How do dolphins communicate? So dolphins do communicate in many different ways. Now, if you think of how the pair of you communicate, can you give me any examples of how you communicate? Talk to each other. Talk to each other. Are there any other ways, though, that we, we can... We can use facial expressions. Mm -hmm. And sign language as well. Sign language, yes. Like using gestures and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 They say a lot of our uh, 
communication is actually non-verbal and a lot is through how we stand and how we inflect and in our language so uh, other things with dolphins themselves they use like a series of clicks and whistles um, that help to communicate oh. with each other but they also do visual cues so they can use their tail to slap on the water they breach out of the water they also use their peck fins um, to, to slap the water so they're they like to run into each other as well. They're quite bullish, um, especially <laughs> the young males uh, like to knock around a, a fair bit. Uh, but as we said before, the echolocation, what they use to move around is a part of communication as well. And and I, I just want to follow up on that because kind of, Ellie, you mentioned like sign language and Mia, you said gestures. And I was imagining like a dolphin doing that with their hands, but obviously <laughs> they don't have hands. But it's really interesting. They, t they use their tail instead oh. to like... Yeah. Flap that about and create splashes. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. That's really what a good question. Yeah. Um, I think we've got time for maybe one more question. Uh, do dolphins swim in groups? They certainly do. They they call them pods, and your average size pod is normally between two to thirty, but it does vary from species to species. But they did find, uh, I think it was twenty thirteen. It was twenty thirteen. They called a megapod. They estimated around a hundred thousand <gasps> dolphins. Oh my gosh. Five miles wide. <gasps> That is amazing. A five mm. miles. I thought you were yeah. going to say a hundred dolphins, but a hundred thousand, even a thousand dolphins yeah. would be a lot. That's even ten thousand dolphins would be a lot. <laughs> well, it was an estimate, so I, I don't know how close they were to the hundred thousand. Hundred thousand. Up to there, that yeah, is a lot of dolphins. I think that's quite a unique event. It was probably. I haven't read too much into it, but I imagine there would have been what they call an upwelling, where you get all this water rising, and what comes with it is all these nutrients and food. And so, as we work out our sort of food chain, you've got krill feeding on little bacteria, which feed uh, with on plankton which then get fed on by fish, then the dolphins and the sharks come in and you get this massive sort of explosion of activity yeah. in, the, uh, in the oceans because oceans are more like deserts. Like, they don't really have much life out in the open ocean. It's kind of concentrated to the coastlines and coral reefs. That's really interesting. It's like a city of dolphins, yeah. 100,000 dolphins. I've got to say, I'm so impressed by Ellie and Mia today. What amazing questions you've come up with. And thank you so much, Dave. Um, we are almost running out of time, but we will be back in just a moment. Welcome back to the Saturday Splash here on Riverside Radio where we well and truly splash today. We have been in the ocean learning about dolphins. Um, we've still got Ellie and Mia in the studio. Were there any dolphin facts today that really surprised you? Was there anything that you found out about dolphins that went, I cannot believe that, that is so random? There was um, a very random thing about dolphins having um, kind of like moustaches. It was really, really interesting, but very random. Yeah, I think I'm with you on that one, Mia. I didn't know that dolphins swam in the River, river Thames. That very much surprised me. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And you're, you're visiting from Manchester at yes. the moment, aren't you? Is there any rivers in Manchester? Not really. Not really. Not really around me, no. So no, no dolphins near Manchester, no, probably. Definitely not. <laughs> Dave, what's your favourite dolphin fact, if you had to pick one? Oh. could be one of the ones we've spoken about today or it could be something we haven't touched on yet. I think it's their sense of community and uh, the fact that they have a strong sort of bond between the family. I think that's really cool. Oh, that's nice. I like that. I really like that. So I feel, feel like that's a good place to kind of sum up and end up on the Saturday Splash today. And speaking of family and community, I'd love to ask Ellie and Mia, is there anyone you want to give a shout-out to that might be listening along or listening back? I'd just love to give a shout-out to my family. Oh, hello to Ellie's family and Mia. My family as well, and especially my dog who's back in Manchester right now. Oh, your dog. What was her name again? Peggy. Peggy. Hello, Peggy and Dave. You've got a dog. I want to hear more about your dog. 
Uh, yes, a shout out to my dog Bella, but hi, also Bella. to Kate, Simon and Lisa. Ah, oh, hi Kate, Simon and Lisa. Ah, oh, well, fantastic. Thank you all so much for coming in and joining me, and particularly for Mia, who's travelled all the way down <laughs> from Manchester. Um, just as we finish up, our studio is being invaded by all of the new recruits for the radio club. Can everyone from the radio club just say a big hello? Hello! <laughs> There's loads of them. Well, we better go and... Um, learn more about them. We will see you on the Saturday Splash next week.